Four score and seven years from now, what will this earth be like? Welcome again to another episode of the Gen X Men. I am Derek. I'm Dan. And I'm Anthony. And neither of us can take a cue. So, hey, there we go. <laughs> Awkward <laughs> pauses already. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Put down the fucking drink and let's go. I didn't have the drink. Oh, <laughs> I was looking oh, at the computer. How embarrassing. No. So, welcome, uh, everybody. We are talking about, well, Anthony, technology, uh, the Generation X, well, experience as far as technology goes. I'm going to let you elaborate on this because this is kind of your brainchild with this idea. Okay. Can we can we acknowledge first though that this is our tenth episode? We've hit double yes. digits. I thought we did our tenth. This is nope, our eleventh. This is our tenth. This, this is, is our tenth. It's totally our tenth. That's amazing. Awesome job, guys. That's right. Awesome. We're ten. Awesome. And my wife has listened to none of them, so we're good. <laughs> hey, neither has mine. No, mine. Awesome. I think mine has. Mine has. Mine has. I think maybe she started oh, and think, then she fell asleep or something. Okay. Yeah. I think my wife. <laughs> <laughs> just like sex. Oh. I I, hey, I just checked out our page. Yeah. And like the view and like. Numbers are awesome. I just wanted yeah. to say thank you, everybody. Yeah, that's great, guys. Appreciate um, it. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna keep be doing spreading more, the word, doing more as this time goes forward too. We had a little bit of a adjustment period with our schedule, but uh, we're back and ready to go. We got plenty to talk about. Hey, thanks to all our listeners. Yeah, we really appreciate it. you guys. Are the best yeah. ever. We're trying, definitely <laughs> trying all the time. Uh, Very but hard. But anyway, tonight I mean, we're gonna talk tech. Yes. We're gonna talk cyberpunk. We're going to yes. talk about uh, James Hong and the eyeball manufacturer guy that was in Blade Runner that I haven't seen in forever. Sure. <laughs> so I'm not uh, quite up to date with it, wow. but go ahead. Talk, All right. Talk, uh, Jump let's, talk Phil, let's talk Dick. Philip right. K. Dick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Let's, let's talk about all that. Uh, Do well, Gen Xers dream of electronic uh, <laughs> devices? How's that? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Uh, pl- no, I thought that it would be interesting to kind of touch on a little bit of the technology that we grew up I- up with or up actually we gained as we grew up. And I kind of got to thinking. So my premise is this. I was thinking that I want to lay claim to an entire subgenre of science fiction that our generation's science fiction of our time and our generation is cyberpunk. I think the whole dystopian side of things fits our generation. I think the rapidly advancing technology that was portrayed in that kind of literature and pop culture when the movies and everything. And I think that was our, I mean, maybe it was created by baby boomers like William Gibson, who was one of my, who was maybe my favorite author or yeah, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, absolutely. Uh, but uh, maybe it was created by boomers like of his gener, you know, his generation. But I think that by the time Neuromancer came out it was 1984, and I, you know, we were almost 10 years old. I was almost 10 years old. I think we were all you were a little younger, Dan, but I was about 10 years old. So by the time you know I was old enough to start reading and getting into it, and you know, there was lots of films like Blade Runner. Uh, you know, we even the schlockier films like we were talking before we started podcasting, like the Total Recalls uh, of the world, yeah. and then there's the Robotech potentially, but that might be a little on the edge. But still, it kind of was about technology and about a technology changed civilization. Yeah. Uh, so, recent additions to the, to the canon with Ghost in the Shell <laughs> with regard to movies, right? I mean, that's Ghost White Hollywood Shell. whitewashing aside was a phenomenal <laughs> movie. Ghost in the Shell, um, yeah, exactly. But certainly part of that genre. Exactly. That's been out for so long, though. 
Well, the cartoon one. Car- yeah, yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, I just mean the movie. The, the animation. So, would you say that 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 Blade Runner is is the kind of the high water mark, the benchmark, the? I would say what the what example, the quintessential example of cyberpunk. I think pop culture sets the boundaries rather. Yeah, well, when people who haven't who aren't into reading the literature form of cyberpunk, right? When people, the average layperson thinks of cyberpunk, they're probably going to go to the whole look and feel was established by Blade Runner, basically, right, right. for all films after it. Okay. Uh, up to and including The Matrix, and even in, especially the remake with Scarlett Johansson of Ghost in the Ghost Shell, in the, the live Shell, action. Right. Yeah, that, that was, was totally yeah. influenced by Blade yeah. Runner's look. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. for, for our friends out there that might not be so cyberpunk savvy, can we establish a couple boundaries? What, what, what mm. entitles, aside from just a, let's, let's be honest, a phenomenal name, like it's, it grabs you right from the start. Yes. What is cyberpunk? Uh, well, I, cyberpunk. I, I mean, there's there's no exact definition, but what are some characteristics? Yeah, and you know, off the top of my head, I forget who coined the term cyberpunk. I think it might have been someone in the late '70s, actually. Okay. Uh, but obviously, I mean, if anyone hasn't read Neuromancer, which is kind of a dense novel, kind of a noirish, but it's yeah. kind of a little dense. Kind of people find a little hard time getting into it, but Neuromancer is it. But I mean, the the hallmarks of cyberpunk are. Yes, like a dystopian future where technology has kind of <coughs> become all pervasive, uh, kind of right. become very intrusive. Uh, Sounds familiar, right? Okay, yeah. And in Neuromancer, William Gibson coined the, f- the term cyberspace. Cyberspace, right. So, which was appropriated and, you know, beat to death and kind of became meaningless and can became corny, you know, yeah. by the time the actual internet is started to exist. But. Yes, yeah, so the, you have this all-pervasive technology. You have sort of human enhancement, kind of transhumanism mm, or post-humanism yeah, okay, right, with, right. like, cyborgs and right. getting implanted with chips and yeah. being able to pro- project your consciousness into a computer or right. something to that effect. But there's uh, also the social aspect of it, which absolutely. is it's a gritty, dirty, drug-ridden world. I mean, Where the corporations have taken Corp- over. Corporations ta- yeah. Um, politically, it's usually a totalitarian, you know, a fascist police force, or right. the, at least that. There's always that feel of Big Brother and the watchful eye of of the authorities somewhere. Yep. Yeah. So whether and whether it takes corporate form or not, I mean, corporations each have their own security, and they they kind of overrule. Yeah, they kind of almost Soil become city states. What's that? Yeah. Soylent Green. No, that too? was a little more. See, that was well, that was way before. What was that the '60s that came out? Was Soylent Green in the 60s, like late 60s? I think so. That was more uh, – see, that's the thing. That's not dystopia. That's post-apocalyptic almost. It, we're thinking dystopia where civilization is still kind of coherent and held together in some way, whatever form it takes. That's dystopian versus your Mad Maxes or your Soylent Greens or post-apocalyptic yeah. Yeah. where the world's like totally a, screwed and civilization yeah. as we know it is gone for whatever – you know, be it like a nuclear devastation or climate change or yeah. whatever. That's more – Dystopian. Some some giant event literally moves, pushes the Earth in a different direction, and humanity is left to either rebuild, or it's scattered and it's n- there's no organization anymore, or it's beyond its rebuild and it's building a new. Uh, you could even say Star Trek is somewhat post-apocalyptic in a way. I mean, humanity had to go through its dark period and then it it, it changed and then it's re- it's on the upswing, but usually it has a negative connotation, Mad yeah. Max or what have you, but. That's not cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is the world, the structures of the world. It's almost like a, a coup d'etat. Like the structures of the world, of the government, of the, of the way things are now are still in place. It's just replaced by a different paradigm that is running the, the current order. Yeah, 
Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. So for reference for people who haven't <coughs> read or may not read Neuromancer, which again, I mean, pick we, it up. It's ac- the, oh yeah. The, the, the writing the, uh, Gibson's writing is 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 as poetic as you can get. I think with prose nowadays. Forgive the <laughs> yeah the, the uh, paradox there, but. And he's, you know, it's weird because he wrote his first three books in what he called the Sprawl trilogy, which, mm, and that's right. the thing, like, yeah, the Sprawl is sort of, in the book, everything, this, the, the space between, I think, I think it's Atlanta and, and New York or Boston, New York or Boston. Boston Atlanta and Boston is like a, a metroplex, so it's like one almost continuous city, so it's right. like kind of ra- r- rapid urbanization and huge swaths of the world becoming urbanized and... So it's yeah. So that's part of it. It's this urban kind of gritty future where you know yeah, social order is sort of broken down, but there's revolution and there's upheaval, but it's not like post-apocalyptic. So yeah, you're Blade Runner. Yeah, there's always a resistance movement of some sort. Right. Yeah. So if for pop culture, everything from Blade Runner to The Matrix to which the in Neuromancer, William Gibson called what basically what we would consider the internet, the Matrix. Yeah, and the, right. the Wachowskis, when they created the movie The Matrix, kind of took that term in homage, I guess, to to Gibson. You sure. Know? So, but yeah, so that's so for the lay person who hasn't, who might not ever read any of these novels we mentioned. So, but he had those first, the Neur, you know, Neuromancer was the first of a trilogy, and then he had a second trilogy, which was a little less in the future. So Gibson's kind of, it's interesting because Gibson's books have come closer to the future, to the present rather, rather than going deeper into the future until his most recent books. But his it's his first trilogy was kind of way out towards like twenty one hundred sort of I think it's, that was the implication. There was never a date given, and then his second trilogy was like set in the far future of two thousand five. Ooh, Uh-oh. you know, so he kind of dated himself a little bit with that yeah. second series of books because he wrote them in the early nineties and published them in the early nineties, and he set them in two thousand five. So, and then his books after that were kind of the present, right? right. I mean, pattern recognition, pattern rec- yeah, pattern recognition. Uh, he and and he he's a he's genius because he got into I mean he 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 makes commentary on a world by telling stories through it and and he nailed our current world or at least at the time I and mean, that was a few years ago now but I mean he 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 was dead on with it I mean it's just yeah the way that the culture the the to, the technical the technological culture of the time he, he just nailed it and then you know to be to be timely with it and to be um, yeah on on topic was amazing but yeah your, your point also was cyberpunk was wonderful it's something we all kind of grew up with it was it wasn't i don't think it was as mainstream as like a star wars it wasn't. Definitely no not. it definitely, it wasn't. definitely no. wasn't right no. i mean we can definitely say that and star wars is more influential in that sense at least broader sense but i don't want to say <coughs> the underground movement because it wasn't underground it was still fairly popular it was beloved and it kind of characterized Generation X in a way. Would yeah. You, would you say that? I mean, yeah, I would say that we have grown up into. And before we started podcasting, I kind of made the comparison that you made a good point, though. When, when I said, you know, the greatest generation, they grew well, up in the golden age of sci-fi, reading about laser guns and Buck Rogers and whatever. Right. But they did grow pew, up pew, and beca- and kind of go and become the generation that started the space race. So they were right. inspired so, by science fiction right. to go into right. space. I mean, it wasn't the the, the the technological leap was not even close. Right. <laughs> from what they yeah. talked about or what they watched compared to what they actually saw, but clearly inspired. I mean, right. it was clearly, clearly, you know, a I mean, precursor you can, to it. Yeah. I mean, and you can make the argument that science fiction has always existed. I knew a guy, a, sure. a nice gentleman, <laughs> a nice gentleman who sold. He was a nice Greek gentleman who ran a food cart at Rutgers, where I went <laughs> to, to school. He was one of my greatest teachers because he talked about 
you know, ancient Greek myth being about space battles. I mean, uh, you know, mm. like you could the gods fighting in in heaven was like space battles. You know? Sure, so most, it's like, as most far as cultures, if you if you look into it, are like the, are the same. Right, where like they had grant yeah. like you like the India uh, in India with the Mahabharata and all those different stories of the gods fighting. Yeah. you know, so in, in space, so it's. But I mean, to get back to our generation, it's we've. As far as think of it, if you think of the literature you grew up with, with cyber, which represents the technology end of things, which is human modification, transhumanism, posthumanism, modification of the body, projecting of consciousness out of the body, you know, into a computer world. That's the cyber part. Don't we have a lot of that technology? I mean, we have that. I, I yes. think we're, and if we don't have it, we're we're real close to right. getting it. So I mean, human, we have prosthetics that are incredible now for people who have yeah. lost limbs. I mean, yeah. that can. You know, they're they're now they're now creating artificial wombs for premature. Um, I think they did it on a lamb, like a premature lamb. They grew it out of a premature. I mean, it's. If yeah, we I don't, don't have it yet, we will soon. I think. I don't think sense. they have. They're not fully at the. You know. Taking your consciousness. No, no, I agree. I As agree a matter of fact, yeah, we, yeah, VR has been depressingly absent. Like, no one's been able to get virtual reality right. I mean, we've been trying right. since the early '90s, right? Right. Like, right. there's been like, yeah. <laughs> didn't we have those like those in helmets our, in, in the arcades? Yes. We yeah. had. Play, they were incredibly expensive. They were like two yeah. bucks. You had no money left. After and then played, still, like, five like, minutes. It, the, and they sucked. Right. And then the Oculus still, Rift is like the most recent thing, and like all the uh, and they're yeah, still not getting it really. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's still like a gimmick. It's still like. You know, you put you could pop your iPhone in like these glasses you can buy from like Apple or whatever, and you can just right. oh look around and say oh a shark's attacking me. Then right. that's it. Like it's right. just a, it's a novelty still. You yeah. know, so yeah. it's absolutely. I, I mean, limbs are, are one thing. I mean, you have your 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 nervous impulses. I mean, your the electric yeah. the electricity that flows in your nerves is something that seems to be something that's maybe more malleable to technology. Did you actual see the consciousness into? tech data <coughs> is probably a little bit longer away oh, yeah. however the all-encompassing technology it, we're it we're in that moment we are there oh yeah right now we have facial the corporate recognition. dominance of our, of our daily hourly lives is, is yeah there and I the mean, tech and the technology they pedal to us you know right and right how we have to have the latest phone and right. the latest gadget and you know and and surveillance and the la and privacy is going away right and, Truth being malleable to the point of being irrelevant, you right. know, and <laughs> right. just and, and but so that's where and sort of we're kind of straying into the punk side of things. So the punk side of cyberpunk is the gritty, the gritty future and the dystopia side of it, where right. it's like rebellion and uprising and, you know, youthful uprising. You know, I, you know like I that, think, though, so. like, yeah, we're losing more of our privacy and everything. But I think like because of the technology we have. And it being so prevalent, like the days of like politicians or like the cops or whatever, like lying to us and getting away with it is like almost completely over. Because if you, I mean, yeah, they're still doing it, but like we're aware of it more. You know what I mean? And like people are calling them out on it. Well, I think that's that's definitely that absolutely that's definitely a certain aspect of our society that we now. Let's be honest. Everybody having a friggin' video camera in their hand at any time has pointed out some gross wrongs in our society. Absolutely, I, I can't think of the guy's name right now, but the the guy, the cop that shot the uh, the guy in South Carolina as he was running away, he was a solid twenty five, thirty feet away from him, shot him in the back. If somebody hadn't been videotaping that, that guy would that cop that would have been a whole different story. It would have been a completely different political view, or I'm sorry, a political argument about what happened with that. So. 
that te- in, t- in that sense, yes, technology is 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 showing us a better future. But it also with that comes the inundation of negative images from around the world, twenty four seven, and people are oh, getting. Absolutely. But see now it's but in that sense it's getting misrepresented. So you're seeing the truth, but you're seeing the truth on loops yeah. over and over yeah. again. So it seems like it's more prevalent, or you see you hear it more. You things that you They're might not have shown, heard so much yeah. now it's like oh my god it's everywhere well it's always been everywhere right so that's <laughs> the thing is that the technology so we we still have an ancient brain with a lizard brain that still has we have the same sort of fight or flight responses that our caveman ancestors did but now our technology is overstimulating that so it's like our our biology hasn't caught up with our technology yeah. so like this overstimulation right. and saturation well, of all yeah. this negativity <laughs> and all this but then there's the echo chambers and the confirmation bias and how and, and manipulation you know and here's the thing dan you can easily manipulate video oh, absolutely. and images yeah. so it's like the truth is becoming malleable for people's purposes and it's becoming insidious whereas that's the double-edged sword and that's the irony is that we thought that the internet was going to democratize everything but it's maybe too democratized yeah, where it's, it's like, yeah. too much now because you don't it's it's almost like a cheap high you don't have to earn anything you don't have to sit and read through like i did in college through microfiche and old articles and pull out the old newspapers and books that you hate but had to go through, and you didn't earn that knowledge. It was all – it's now all too pliable or too um, too easily available, and you don't respect it. And I was I was just watching something last night, um, one of the – I forget what the talk show it was, and I haven't read the book yet, but I just found out about this guy named Nicholas Carr. He wrote a book called The Shallows and What the Internet's Doing to Us. And in reality, what we're doing, it's just what we're talking about here, is we're inundated with information. We know more, but we don't think about things anymore. We don't have any more contemplate. Like our contemplative nature is almost gone in a, for a lot of things. Right. Like and the we, philosoph- and like philosophizing we don't sit, we and don't stuff? Sit, yeah, we don't sit and, di- and, and ponder things. Like simple things like you know what Trump's rise means or anything like that. You go on your, your, your uh, basis, like right. immediate knowledge, like what's available, what's – what you heard last, what you know, malleable truth has been thrown in your face, and you just make and a you, snap decision. And you just go with it because your your, your fears or your your concerns are easily confirmed, and that's all you need. Well, well, I can say this: we are doing what you're talking about. We're part of that now. Sure, you I know mean, this podcast. Yeah, we're to using point, technology. Yeah. We are using technology, but we're not talking about truth versus f- – we're not talking about truth in a sense of right versus or fact, fact or fiction. This is contemplative in our way. And uh, we, are, we are taking ideas and discussing them and yeah. thinking about them, trying to come up with concepts about them. And that's exactly what he's saying we're not doing. That's what I'm saying we're doing, though. Oh, that's oh, a good oh, thing. I misunderstood you. Okay, I thought you meant we're doing that, like we're throwing it out there and that now no, it's no, just no. more information. Okay. Right. I agree. I think we're, I think we're trying to put – thought behind certain things. Yeah. I don't think the internet is irredeemable. I mean, I think that the pop culture no, no. thing is like, the internet is just a seething mess of bullshit. But it's not. It's just like fire. It's just like the but hammer. It's, it's, it's like any other tool we've created. Yeah. It's redeemable. I mean, I think that there's we have a way for the, us to use it we properly. We have to get over, and I'm not saying you, but I'm saying humanity in general right. has a way of saying technology is good or bad. Technology is neither. It, it's not good right. or bad. There's no yin and yang to technology. Right. Only exactly. thinking makes it so. Only thinking. Thank you. Thank you, Shay. It's the user. It's, the, it, it's how we use it. 
everything and everything, everything in the world has a good and bad side to it. Every single thing. There's no getting away from that. So when we talk about moderation or or, or balance, that's where the real happiness, that's where the, the, the bliss, I think, that humanity can, can search for comes in. That's the only way it can happen. Right. In balance. But America doesn't known for its balance. Right. We're not known for our... Um, you know, so that's the middle thing. of the road. It's way. that you know you can go to whatever your media outlet du jour that's blasting out your opinions, right? You know, twenty four seven, and you don't. That's the confirmation bias, and that's an ancient. You know, we have these defense mechanisms like thin slicing. I forget exactly, but I, you know, I think it was Malcolm Gladwell like reading about like making snap judgments is something we've always had to do as part of a defense mechanism, a survival mechanism. Like we had to make quick decisions and assumptions of situations so we could survive and react quickly to things. But now it's like that same survival mechanism is working against us because we make these snap decisions based mm. off of quick stimuli. Like you see the video of like the guy getting dragged off of the the flight, which was bullshit for him to get ab abused and ripped off of the flight. But you know what? What's did the he, other side of the story? What's the other side of the story? Was he being resistant? I mean, could he have simply yes? Was he a doctor and had to go see patients? Yes, but maybe he could have said, you know what? There's a flight in a few hours. Yeah, give me thirteen hundred dollars and I'm cool. Like, did he have to kind of? Did he have an ulterior motive for freaking the hell out? I don't know. I mean, is there always? There's always more sides of the story than but. The court of public opinion is so quick to vilify people and like, oh, you know, and they attack the airline and mm. they don't even think all they see is a guy with a bloody nose, which is horrifying. But that's like the that's the lizard brain. The lizard brain doesn't like to see a limp body with blood all over its face because that scares the caveman in us. But it's like so everyone just is quick to condemn and everyone has to apologize. We. I, Kind of get someone else. We live in a culture of apology now. Like we, the court of public opinion, uh, I, I the court of public I, opinion I has a huge yeah. megaphone now yeah. in the internet, yeah. and it's like you get to and never. Oh, here comes everybody has to apologize now. Which is so it's so not genuine. It's apologies not. are bullshit. It yeah. is bullshit. And you know what? Like people got pissed off and they 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 hammered that CEO for United when he gave his non-apology, and I'm like, well, at least it's real. You right. can tell the guy doesn't give a shit about that, and that's real. Uh, he, and he came out with one a day later that was more, you know, a flowery, but it was all bullshit because it. He, he got well, you know, Here's the he thing, though. Opinion. Like, when you buy a plane ticket, that's your agreement of like their terms and agreements. Like that's your signature yeah. of it. And yeah. Yeah, and I think every, they fucked up. Every I mean, airline. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, go ahead. Every single airline overbooks because. Right. The majority of the time, people don't show up to the pl the flights, so they want to fill in those seats regardless. Now, this was just a, f a freak instance where everybody showed up to the thing, and they had four United uh, employees that needed to go to wherever it was because other people didn't show up, and they needed these other flights to go. Right. And they picked four people at random because nobody wanted to volunteer, regardless of the amount of money that they 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 tried to give people. Like, but here's the thing. Right. All right, yeah, they shouldn't have done what they they did, but why didn't they like pick somebody else? You know what I mean? 
Like if 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 right if the guy says if the guy had a legit case, I mean he's a doctor, and you know we don't know. Maybe those patients didn't really need to urgently be seen by him the next day. I don't he know. Was if he's a, a doctor. He was a seventy-year-old doctor who wasn't working anymore because he had his license revoked for giving drugs to somebody for sex a decade earlier. Like it, yeah, I, but it doesn't matter. We're getting off. Yeah. We're getting, we're we're getting, getting way, way off. Topic. Topic. I don't care less about that issue. So I, I guess, don't fly United. So fuck yeah. him. <laughs> right. So I mean, and, and and ultimately, none of us really knows all of the facts about this. We're just, uh, you know, we we kind of. The can point is that there's a million and one different opinions as soon as something happens, and you're right. It's exactly. like, and we think we're seeing the whole story, but we're still just getting half stories because the the tape wasn't, or they weren't record tape. I said tape. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Dude, that's more prevalent than you think. I think someone said it the other night, "We're taping you." Like you know, I was listening, and it was a relatively <laughs> young person said, "Oh, you're on tape," and they were using a cell phone well, to record themselves. Like, it's the it's the new speak, isn't it? I mean, yes. it's, it's Orwellian anymore. Yeah. Uh, how much of Orwellian? You take a little bit of George Orwell, a little William Gibson, and uh, a little bit of uh, Revelations. That's kind of where we are right now. But the, I think to get back on the track here, <laughs> please. Um, with technology, like I'm not sure. Was it like a couple of years ago where they were trying to make everyone get a chip? Implanted in them. Uh, they, they, there's always talk. First of all, there's always talk of of chipping ch- kids and this. And I'm sure there's all kinds of things being thrown around. There's all kinds of ideas that get thrown around politically or socially or whatever. And they're an idea here and there, and it doesn't always pan out. You know what I mean? There's a I know whole process things still have to go through, even though our president's trying to take down our democracy, our, our democratic steps, our institutions, but. <laughs> There's still processes in place. Yeah. But yes, that stuff is there. I'm sure it's coming. I mean, I, my, my cat has a fucking chip in it. You know what I mean? Well, I, I know because I know they are using facial re- recognition now. Recognition. For, yeah, but okay, for what and for, for to what end? I mean, sometimes I that's guess to identify potential like terrorists or wanted people and stuff like that. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I don't I don't. Crime fighting is always going to be, uh, it's going to be, you know, j- right behind the technological bump like everything else is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not, I'm sure there's people out there pushing it, you know, pushing for it. Try, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably very market driven. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, but I, go ahead, Ann. I'm sorry. No, you know. it's okay. Um, you know, I, mean, I would say that, yes, I think it's, ver- I think it's frankly pretty cool and kind of scary that, just as someone who's read a decent amount of uh, science fiction and, you know, dystopian fiction. I mean, well, we've all kind of, I would consider some of the antecedents of the dystopian side, the punk side of cyberpunk, kind of going back to even speaking of 1984, the year, the book 1984. It was, right. maybe it's not cyber, but it's kind of punky. You know, is that sort of totalitarian state? Yeah. yeah so right. I would say, you know, Brave New World was sort of that same kind of, you know, maybe that's where the punk side of things, where the authors maybe were inspired by that sort of dystopian future of those novels. But I mean, so I don't know. That was just a thought that kind of occurred to me. But I mean, as far as shall we talk about a recent film? Or I mean, I saw because I saw. Did did you guys both see the Ghost in the Shell remake? No. I mean, Derek, I did see it. Yeah, did, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. What What do you think? I, I think it, uh, it was a great movie. I mean, I don't. I don't have a. I'm. I'm very easily bored with movies lately like it's it's the, the plots and the storylines are usually the same uh, for the most part over and over again and and you know the twists are usually very obvious or or 
and every once in a while, like I can, that's why I like the superhero movies because I can go and just turn off and go and have a good time, and that's all that I can get out of anymore. They're not thinking movies. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I watched Manchester by the Sea, and that was a, th- I mean, uh, it was a you know oh, thought provoking movie, and I wanted to jump out of the fucking plane. I was watching. That was rough. It was oh my god, it was awful. Oh man. Um, <coughs> I don't know if you remember that movie. Uh, it was out a few years ago. It was nominated for an Oscar. It was called Amour. It was a foreign movie. Uh, I think yep. the, I, I forget the director's name. Is Austrian guy, real jerk off because he just loves to torture audiences. And I'm getting off on a tangent here, but this movie was so bad. It was about an 80 some year old woman having a stroke and what her husband had to go through. And oh yeah, and yeah, eventually right. he killed her. And it was just it was it was so awful watching it. And like I don't like that stuff either. But Ghost <laughs> in the Shell, I'm like I didn't really have any expectations because I never watched the cartoon which on which it was based. But the, it was Anime. visually stunning, and, and like sometimes things are just vi- they focus too much on the visual, and like you know, uh, Saint George of Lucas once said, you know, a, a visual effect without a good story behind it is a pretty boring thing, and yeah. I think that's movies a lot of times don't get that lately. But Ghost in the Shell had a great story, you know. Again, for the most part, the characters were interesting. It made sense. It was good. It was fun to watch. It was visually stunning, but it played into the characters and the scenes and it, it played into the story and that wor- it, w- it worked it worked all around I mean the Hollywood whitewashing aside it, it worked you know see that's the thing I want to address that the whitewashing thing <sighs> here's the deal uh, you know when you watch the anime it's real it is it is real but, but let's, then it wouldn't let's star Scarlett but then it wouldn't star Scarlett Johansson yes but the major in the anime which I did watch I've watched it before the movie, and I watched it again just to refresh myself. She's, I'm sorry, in those in those anime movie in those anime cartoons, a lot of them don't look distinctly Asian. I mean, frankly, why can't the f- in the future of the world? I mean, look in Neuromancer, there it takes place in a, an imaginary city like Chiba City in Japan, but it has a lot of expats in it. It has a lot. Of, there's a Russian bartender. I'm pretty sure the main character story case is caucasian so it's uh, they had that kind of and the major in the anime didn't look particularly asian she didn't look particularly japanese i mean she didn't look so i don't some of the characters did i thought so it's maybe she wasn't supposed to be and bato was in the in the anime is a blonde haired i mean he granted he could have dyed his hair and his eyes were modified but he was a giant. He was a huge guy, so he could have been Caucasian. I mean, in the anime. So I don't. Unless you ask the guy who created was it Mesh? Who was it Mesh Moon? I forget what his name I is. I'm clue. drawing a blank right now on uh, the guy who created the anime. But uh, is there whitewashing in Hollywood? Yes. Is you know was there this, in this particular case? I don't know. But then again, it's the expediency of you need star power. You know, it was the, would the movie do as well if it was some no name, you know, or lesser known. Japanese actress playing the major. I don't know. It's okay. You know, uh, I, I I don't I, I don't. I think it's the it's a money well, that's making. I, I, Hollywood's about making was, the money. I, what I return. meant by that was is it, it got so much bad press prior to the movie because of the whitewashing of it that yeah. it, it it didn't do well because everybody thought it was whitewashed and there was a lot of there were a lot, the bad the main bad guy was you can't have something that is from Japan and have every major character in it be. White. I mean, they. I would they, agree. I would have there, liked there to were, have there, seen. There could have. Yes, Scarlett Johansson being in it is star power. And okay, maybe that blonde guy. The blonde. And I forget the name of the director that did this, but he's done. He did Lucy as well. Mm-hmm. And he uses the character. He uses actors from different movies. Right. And, and, or, he has. And, and he mixes them up. I, yeah. Um, 
but they're like the I forget the main bad guy, the head bad guy. He was a white guy. The scientist was a white woman. The her, you know, it was just it was yes. a lot. It was a lot of you didn't need Juliette Binoche to play you, like it, yeah, the you French didn't chick, need yeah. you didn't need a French woman. Yes, I, I there mean, could have been it's, more it, uh, Asian right. I don't, people. I don't necessarily care unless it's really really stupid. Um, yeah, or it doesn't really work with the storyline. This still worked, and it was still a good movie. I, what I meant by that was that that's why it got a lot of bad publicity, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't necessary because everything. I mean, you're going to pick on that movie now all of a sudden. Like, I mean, it was it was at least a decent movie. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know whatever, how good there. that Hollywood, movie. The Hollywood, I don't really give a shit about. Well, it. like that great whatever wall. comes to whatever Hollywood does, I don't really care. I mean, yeah. if it's a good fucking movie, who cares? We got bigger issues to worry about than that's how true. Hollywood portrays a, an anime character. I agree with yeah. that, but. But like that Great Wall movie with they were complaining about. But, but th- I thought that was the point of that was to mix. I, I don't. I don't yeah, know. and there was. A, I thought but there it looked was a really lot stupid. of. It, yeah, it was probably just dumb for dumb sake. Like yeah, it was just a dumb yeah. movie. But, wasn't I mean, that more of a fantasy movie anyway? Yeah, yeah I think that was done on purpose to mix the, the two worlds. I guess to make you know and to Matt do Damon. a movie in China so you could get a white guy Matt in the front Damon. so you could still sell it. I guess I don't know. Matt Damon. Yeah, when you look, talk about <laughs> star power. They wanted to make right. money and right. you know, and I think that was wasn't that a Chinese director and. I film crew so, or yeah, something for that know. movie, so they they wanted his star power, so and his yeah. U.S. recognizability. Anyway, we're getting off topic. getting off topic. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. I I thought it was great. I yeah. I, you know, I may cause some heart attacks among some fanboys out there listening if we have some fanboys listening, but I I liked it more than the anime. I'm sorry. Nice. I I liked it. I never it. saw the anime. I wouldn't bother. I don't watch cartoons. I but. I liked it a lot more. I yeah. I thought it was just they. Made some changes to the story that I thought were intriguing. They okay. added depth to, you know, in the anime, the the character that Scarlett Johansson plays, the major, you know, she had some existential things with her origins and being a cyborg and whatever. But they went way deeper with that with the movie, with the okay. live action movie, right. and I I really appreciated that. Nice. And I thought they just made it make it was less surreal. It was a little. They made it a little more concrete, which I liked. Well, let me let me. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt no, you, no, but, but I think it's it's fascinating. We were talking about uploading consciousness into cyber, whatever internet, however you want to put it. I think the concept of Ghost in the Shell is more plausible in a lot of ways because you're taking a brain. I mean, and we're nowhere near the technology. I'm not saying that, but like taking an actual brain and putting it in a machine that supports that brain. To me, seems more reasonable. Oh yeah, as a technological advance, or, or as, as yeah, a, as a, as a up and coming technological yeah. advance, than actually uploading some obscure consciousness. You're right, which we can't even define what consciousness is. Right, consciousness can, is. how can how can you put like I just you know I just had a thought about you know hamburgers into you know zeros and ones. I just don't. I mean, I don't know yeah, anything about tech, but I mean, trust me, I'm a little. It, it seems a little bit far fetched. Maybe someday it will, but taking an actual brain and having it supported by a machine that. Is something we kind of do anyway. I mean, we yeah. do have life support that people are, yeah. you know, there's lying on machines to keep them alive. I mean, yeah. obviously not as intimate as taking a right. brain. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, you never know with, you know, nanotechnology. Maybe you could con- connect nerves to a certain point and, and, yeah. and do that. I don't Why know. Not? I don't know if that's positive. It seems more plausible. I don't know. And even like, think but is that a reality that we're going to grow into as we get old? I mean, the baby boom. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, and yeah, right. I patented it. This is a copyright. This is my movie idea. We're going to take Generation X brains and put them into... Uh, Indestructible robot bodies. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Bob's big boy statues. Uh, yeah. uh, I, uh, 
But I mean, look, and our generation grew up on those. It, it, look, RoboCop may be dismissed as schlock, but that was another thing where a cybernetic was, body yeah, was. Absolutely. But I mean, I think RoboCop addressed some. It was parody. It was. I think RoboCop was smarter than people give it credit for, and that was another, yeah. you know, kind of dystopian future where well, there was, you know, technology like a cyborg character. So our generation was kind of steeped in that well, kind of imagery. I mean, even the Arnold Schwarzenegger schlocky, like Running Man, and like yes. Running Man, well, you, or like listen, you, or Total Recall. That, that yeah. Audience decides the fate of the ju- like of the accused. Like it was a real TV show. Really? I haven't seen anything since because it looked like it died right away. Thankfully, but that was almost reality. I'm not getting anything. Your mic's off, dude. Oh. Technical difficulties. Oh no, me and this fucking mic. I'm gonna keep my hands. Off. I need a hands-free mic. I need a Bluetooth. Talk about technology. <laughs> Can yeah. we get a Bluetooth? Anyway, Judge Janine, whatever that bitch's name is, she's the worst. Judge Judy? No, not Judy. Judge Janine. <laughs> you don't know her because she's on Fox, I think. Yeah, it's not she's the one. Fox. She's the one that uh, Donald Trump, I think, even mentioned. It might have been a, one of his inane Twitters where he said, watch what she says. And then she, the next day, got on TV and said, I want Paul Ryan to resign. Did you hear that whole thing? doesn't no. matter. She had a live jury, and it. I, I believe that. You had to call in and give a verdict. Like it was that. Ugh. I don't. I mean, I don't know how real it was, but it was like how the legal is that? I, I, that's what I mean. I don't know how real it is, but that was the concept of the show. And I'm like, well, that's that's that's. I'd buy that for a dollar or the running. Yeah, there. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's that's. What about V for Vendetta? I know there's uh, no that's cyber more part. Dystopia. That's a dystopia. Yeah. That that has that elements counts. of it. Sure, like totalitarian yeah. government. Yeah, that. that that counts on the punk side. I mean, that counts. Maybe it's yeah. not as cyber, but but it's not as. Uh, yeah, he was the he was the result of like a sort of like a bio enhancement program, like a super soldier right. program. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So I guess yeah. yeah. You know, th- yeah. Th- that's I mean. Like it's like with any genre, you can't put definitive lines around it and call it something. Right. You have, it does everything as aspects of everything else in a way. I mean, you can analyze. You should have everything. But yeah. So but the the point you were trying to make, though, Anthony, originally was that that our dystopian future is <laughs> something we're waking up to. Yes, unfortunately, day. it seems like it's becoming all. You know, not only is not only does technology have, and it's funny because with cell phones, <coughs> someone asked William Gibson, you know, why he didn't predict cell phones, and he's like, "Well, come <laughs> really? on," he's like, "I can't put predict anything." And he's, and he's like, "Honestly, if I would have if I would have predicted cell phones, they probably people would have burned me at the stake. <laughs> like, they probably he's like people would have yeah. been like, he's a witch, kill, kill it, like." Well, you know, because Star like, Trek already right. came up with Captain cell phones. Kirk, they they William Shatner so invented. Shut the fuck up about William it. William yeah. Shatner you know, invented uh, the cell phone. Yeah. If you really <laughs> think about it, technology might get us into some trouble with North Korea. How so? Donald Trump and his fucking tweets. Well, I. Uh, it. Uh, anything's possible in that sense, I guess. But yeah, that that could be that could, that could. I don't. They need to shut it off on them. That's what they need to do. <laughs> but I mean, crazy. look. Uh, but you know how they talk about like the hacking, like this whole the whole hacking thing. Like that was a huge aspect of Neuromancer in particular. The first three novels that he yeah. wrote, especially Neuromancer, yeah. was cyber like cybercrime, and it was right. stealing information. That was what Case did. The main character was like he worked for people to steal information. Right. He uploaded. He was a his, hacker. Yeah, he and they called them transported. Yeah, right? they called them console. Jo- they called them console cowboys or yeah. console jockeys yeah. in 
that were running that they were ran the matrix. Right. So that's what like so yeah that came true. Hackers we we, yeah, we have sure. hackers and the hackers were are now influencing society. They're right. influencing well, look, elections. Look They're at influencing an, look at anonymous now. I mean you have anonymous yeah. groups right. like anonymous coming around and and, and I had, I happen to agree with what anonymous does in a sense because I agree with them politically. But I I, I mean I. They're anti-hate, and <laughs> they seem to be pretty progressive. So I, I agree with what they do. Doesn't mean they're not scary. Still, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? absolutely. Scary not, shit. But I, I'm kind of. I find myself cheering them on. Yeah, yeah I'm the same and way. I mean, Honestly, I do. I, I, you know, I, I, because I feel so powerless in this world anymore that yeah. they are not. They, they living vicariously through right. them. You, you clear. I mean, you, <laughs> let's be honest. If you have, if you have a technological understand, if you have an understanding of our technology, especially computer or whatever, yeah. internet coding. Visual basic, whatever. If you're a master at that stuff, you have more power in this world than someone. That oh, you have a distinct advantage. Yeah, like you know, if you were a good swordsman a thousand years ago, you had an advantage a lot of people didn't have. Well, I think you have that now with that with the cyber. Well, rage. I mean, cyber I know rage. I didn't have you know technology growing up. You know, as far as like all the stuff sitting in front of me. Absolutely not me either, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as when cell phones it, it, it came it around. It wasn't as necessary no, when we were no, in high school. No, it wasn't. Uh, and we, and don't get me wrong. We were, like, the last group that it wasn't necessary for. Yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't necessary. I, I, I used a computer, like, three times in high school, and that was to type up a, a couple papers. Yeah. That was it. I mean, it wasn't I, I until didn't, college I didn't need it. that it yeah. really took off for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah college, I, like, I, it's almost, like, overnight. Yeah. Yeah, like it was I, crazy. I had email and, and Yahoo and Lycos, if you can remember that shit. I mean, oh yeah, Lycos. Yeah. And, well, what was the uh, and yeah, like Netscape and like yeah, there were <laughs> there so many search engines that you, oh, they yeah. all died out except for Yahoo. It's all Yahoo and Google now, I guess. But um, Internet Explorer still out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know not I literally, but I mean, yeah. But but we we're waking up every day in the in the dawn of a cyberpunk. Yeah, absolutely. Era. Yeah, I mean, people are always all ragging on Google. Google knows too much. Google, like, or Facebook, like, they're too invasive and, like, they own all information. I mean, that's kind of like what the cyberpunk thing was. So, yeah, we grew up, we, we read the literature, and then we grew up into the reality of it. Right. And I think that's really fascinating. Well, it doesn't absolutely. It's, cool, it's, absolutely like it's, it's, it's absolutely to watch. And I, I can't, I, I wish I could think of the example right now, but there's been a couple things, like, when we were kids that I thought, man, it's going to be awesome when technology allows us to do that. And it's like, there was a couple days where I woke up and it's like, Wow, that's thing that really exists. Yes, like we really have that stuff right now. Like I can't. And again, I, it was a number of examples, <coughs> but it's all happening so quick that it's it's all there. Well, what do you I guys mean? think about the um, the government allowing uh, companies to sell our information without our? Well, I think that's terrible. I think that's oh, a yeah, terrible that's front bullshit. to our privacy. Yeah, and I I think when you when you when you elect a CEO as president, then the CEO is going to look out for business. Because that's, that's I'm not already experiencing it. Are you like? I look something. Well, up I don't know that it's legal yet. I mean, I'm sure they're the, pe companies have ways of tracking you anyway, and and, and your process. I mean, your it's been more prevalent as as from yeah. what I've been saying. I know. I, I see some. I looked I, up something. I I looked up Duluth clothing on Facebook, and it's already on all my feeds and everything like that. I mean, yeah. I looked up. Yeah. Devices, I looked up boosted yeah, yeah. boosted boards. Right. Is that, is that like a like a porn thing? No, no. They're like the skateboards that you have the like they're uh, electronically. They you go fast. Oh really? Yeah. So I looked them up. I'm against that, but go ahead. I just want to see the prices, you know. Right. Next thing I do, I'm looking through my Instagram, and I got freaking boosted board freaking yeah. ads, and I'm like, yeah. what the? That's fuck? that's yeah. crazy, isn't it? I'm using my wife's laptop, and I'm finding things on my phone yeah. now from that shit. I'm like, how the yeah. hell did you know that? Yeah. It's but creepy. that stuff's been going on for a while. And companies, and listen, I was again on that show. It was the Moshi, what's his name, character on um, Comedy Central has that show. 
there's there's companies out there that oh my god, dopamine labs or something I think they're called. They they look up. They and I, I didn't get a chance to look them up today, but from what the guy was saying, <laughs> he was the founder of PhD. He's like, we find ways to get you addicted to certain technologies, and then we sell you the cures. I mean, it's. It's yeah. like Paula Dean, you know what I mean? She sells you the sugar stuff and then she sells you the diabetes medicine. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know, here's a cupcake. Here's a great cupcake recipe. It's going to make you 20 and pounds here's heavy some insulin. overnight. And here's, yeah, here's <laughs> an insulin shot. Here's a new way to deliver yeah, insulin this, directly yeah. into your ass. So, I mean, uh, yeah, that shit's ass. all going on. But uh, <laughs> I, it's in your stomach. I don't think you have to do it in your ass. I meant ass like the whole body. Sorry. Oh, you I'm know, sorry. I got you. I'm <laughs> I was using uh, slow, uh, slang. The, the, the royal using, ass. Right, the royal ass. Like Anthony said, though, it's like exciting to see technological technological advances right but at the same time like you, th- you in the back of your head you're like you know if somebody uses this the wrong way we're fucked right right but uh, but uh, that could go for anything i mean I anything know. I know. anything in the whole world you know uh, not enough water and too much water it's all there's always there's the balance is what we have to search for and, and yeah. in, in our country right you have a you have a contractor over your house doing something for you building something with a hammer and then Someone breaks in your house a few nights later with a hammer, tries to kill your ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, like right. I mean, it's like you know, what is the hammer to blame? Like, right. I mean, it's no, it's the person. So it's you know, <laughs> nothing is good or evil. Only thinking makes it so. Right, like, yeah. like Shakespeare to bring that famous line that Derek liked to use a lot. The back to I'm the a one trick pony. No, nah, dude, that's, that's <laughs> wisdom, man. I'm saying it's a good thing, dude. More it, people it, should be quoting fucking it, Shakespeare. It, it 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 covers so many avenues. That's all it I'm does, saying. man. So. Yeah. It does, brother. Dude. It does indeed. Um, but, I mean, any other technological advancements that you think are fascinating? And I don't know, but I'll, did you guys see that video of that um, that girl with the, uh, with a the cybernetic arm shooting the bow and arrow? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. That was so awesome. I, that's what I mean. Like, stuff like that's fascinating. And I, I, we can't deny ourselves technological advances. I mean, humanity just isn't built to stop that, you know what I mean? yeah. especially now. I mean, we're on a curve that we can't stop. We just got to hope that we don't destroy ourselves in the meantime until we reach that point where we can, you know, fix ourselves. Yeah. See, the pr- like you said, I th- that's a very good point <coughs> you said earlier, where it's like the brain hasn't caught up to the brain yet. You know what I mean? Like our technology is so far ahead of where, you know. And I mean, there's – and I, I forget the groupings, but there's always like, you know, the discoverers, the the, the, the new users. Like there's, there's strata of people that get involved and get into technology. And it's like those that create it, those that are right behind them and agree with it, you know, those that finally fall into place or whatever. And I, I, I'm butchering that whole – it's like a business model kind of thing. I'm butchering that whole thing. But peop, some people can handle it some, and the majority of people can't. And we're at, we're at the point now where it's like a lot of people are really not on board and really not well, yeah, keeping be- pace with – the information age, yeah, the and, digital age, and, and that's a big thing about like the haves and have-nots in oh, that's dystopian part of it. Yeah. cyberpunk yeah. fiction, where yeah. it's that divide, that huge growing divide of where well, the technology separates you think we're having science marches so now? Well, that's I think. See, now I think that's a little bit different in the fact that we have a, it's a that's a political. Well, that's true, but that's that's a it's a good point, Dan. I mean, that's a whole other issue, though. Not not another oh, issue. That's, that's not a whole other issue. Bit. But yeah, that's I mean that's a whole other aspect of that issue. Yeah. And that people are denying science because fear is driving them to not want to admit things that they can't get their heads around. Right. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm agreeing with no, you. I'm just saying that's a different side of it. Yeah. So put that's it, scary though because you, yeah, you you're absolutely. you're reverting back to religion when we should be going forward exactly. and trying to understand things. We're 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 motivated by fear exactly. and, and tradition and that's holding us back. So that's exactly what I was going to say. Was that. Yes, if think about the person who doesn't understand technology, who can't wrap their head around it, what do they have to fall back on? And uh, they're going to be afraid. They're they're going to be naturally afraid that they're falling. They're like 
the 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 injured wildebeest at the at the back of the pack, and the lion's going to take it down. You know, so they need right. to fall back on what do you know? You know, right. guns, God, and that's it. Like yeah. guns, God, tradition, and then uh, you know, and then you have well, idiots like Alex Jones who fill the <laughs> breach, <laughs> like do, who step in. Do we need to get into him right now? Because I there's a lot. Come on, of Dan. Stuff. Even though you've been eating all them estrogen mimickers in your in your potato chip bags, that they're the, the globalists. <laughs> well, are. Now, well, well, because now he's saying it was Listen, all just an act. Here but, you go. Well, exactly. He's see. Of course it's a, an act. He's a jackass, of and he's a he's a fake, an and he's a shill, and he doesn't believe in any of the shit he talks about. No. He's like, oh great, dude, I can totally manipulate these people and buy all my stupid shit and make right. myself a millionaire. It's, of course. Did yes. So his wife left him now. He's he's probably gonna lose his kids, Jeez. like because he's a fucking jackass and he's manipulating people. <laughs> and that's the thing: people are opportunists that are gonna step into the breach and manip- and from you know imams who are radical is who into into radical Islam are gonna prey upon Muslim people who are afraid of you know j- rightly so of the West. I think the West has not given them a lot of reasons for for them to trust us. To like you know the people in the backwoods who were susceptible to joining militias, who are going to be like oh yeah you know the speak of the the chip thing and that's the thing with religion why it's so dangerous is that you know the chip thing is all of a sudden a harbinger of not all of a sudden it's been for years like barcodes and chips are a harbinger of once you start getting them on you that's the tribulations coming and God's and Jesus is coming yeah, back yeah. it's the end times so it's like you can't you you can't argue with crazy. I just don't saying. want <laughs> chips because I don't want the government tracking. Me. Well, sure, and I think yeah. that's more well, legit. I, I, right now. I, 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 I'm concerned with people that do, and but people, some people do want it because, well, if I have a problem medically, then they can sense it ahead of time, and I'll be fine, and I'll live, and it'll save me, and that's yeah. not how I want to live. That's that's not natural. It's not, and it's it's like you know, it's tough because. You know, and a lot of the, the the themes politically that I noticed in the past election was, you know, our way of life, the the middle class, middle western, you know, middle age white way of culture is going away, right? Technology technology is taking that lifestyle and changing it around. The factories are animated, the people are leaving. You know, it, it's things that that small town way of life or that small, you know, or that middle size, whatever way of life throughout the, the, the breadbasket of the country is going away if it's not already gone. Technology is it's not a bad thing unless you're in that position where you can't do anything else to support yourself. Yeah. And it is a, that is a bad thing. However, you know, people don't ride around in horses down, you know, Main Street anymore. Like <laughs> and nobody cares about that. You know, if you don't have a, it's all about cars and it's obviously we've moved on from that way of life. What do you think about universal basic income? I, I I don't I, I don't I honestly genuinely it sounds Are you great about like the, if it the works hike in minimum wage no no like everyone gets not. like a guaranteed income like everyone in the country let's say what countries do this now isn't there a country that does is like was, some I think there was one country, country right? that yeah kind I think of, it's that, uh, Sweden so basically Sweden or Iceland I forget they're testing out a thing where everyone basically everyone in the country would get a minimum income. Like to well, right, they don't take basics. away your salary, but if you have, if you don't have an income, they will give you a certain amount. Right. Is that so how that works? I don't, I don't know enough like about welfare. it. It's not like welfare. It's like you. I don't even know if you would basically be expected to still find a job, but it's not like wealth. It's almost like welfare for everybody, but welfare is the wrong word. It's right. This right. Universal income because. To, it's almost an acknowledgement of technology taking away jobs that human beings used to do, and there's actually a Kurt Vonnegut book called I think Player I know what Piano. You're talking about because there's a Kurt Vonnegut book called Player Piano where there was a character in it called Rudy Hertz, and Rudy Hertz basically these people with all this technology 
copied his movements. He was like a machinist, and they copied his movements so he could make all these things, but they copied his movements, and they basically used it, his movements, because he was a master worker, and they programmed machines to move and do his work. So, and I think they gave him like a basic income for life after that, but it was like this, his spirit was almost gone. So it's weird. It's like this, it's weird. It's almost like, you know, they're going to take the jobs away, but where, what, do, what does that leave us to do? What do we do? Because if you, if you feel like we need meaningful work as, as beings, that's what I think has been posited by several authors, I think, including Malcolm Gladwell, is that we need meaningful work. There's yeah. something that, well, it's not that work defines us, but we need to have activity and action. As I, yeah, I, I, I we, we, always, sorry, we always talk about the daily grind, and we always put down the working schlub. I mean, it's, right. and, and, it's, and everybody does it. I mean, not just, not just the elites. I mean, everybody says, oh, yeah, you know, back to the grind, whatever, this and that. They, they put down their work, but everybody needs work in a sense of, of to, to find a certain purpose, at least in some way right. in their life. Everybody needs to rely so on So there's that. all but these Rudy Hertz of the, so, of the world so who their jobs are obsolete now, this, but they're still alive. This so what sounds do do like a them? socialized boondoggle in a sense, right? I mean, a guaranteed income is like, you know, well, here, you know, take this pile of dirt and move it over there. It kind of, a you know, like, the, like when the um, depression was going on, you know, they'd hire somebody just to move piles of dirt. Didn't have a purpose. It was just to keep people occupied. You know, I mean, keep them I working. Understand. So I, I think another aspect this, of this is that, like, when technology takes over certain jobs, say, like, it, it, I don't know, whatever, fill in the blank. Like those people now could maybe spend more time with their family or like, you know, do things that they enjoy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but so why technology is changing so fast? Why shouldn't we? Why should we see? That's the thing with the rugged. That's the pro, another problem with the rugged individualism of America. It's outmoded because you know people's jobs are changing. Shouldn't we be sending them counselors and saying, "Dude, it sucks that you know you can't be a coal miner anymore because now we have coal mining robots, or coal is no longer being used, or a combination of those two things." Hey. I, you know, I'm a counselor from the government. I'm here to counsel you. Come to your house. I'm going to pay. I'm going to come house visits and I'm going to say, listen, in the meantime, we're going to give you some money. But look, we care about you. Let's find you a job. Like, why can't yeah, our society yeah. do that? We, we like, have to we have to get over, especially in this age that we're heading into or, or, or we're knee deep into right. where technology is going to change our lives dramatically. And, and, and traditionalists are not going to be able to keep up. And a lot of people are going to get left behind. Yeah. And those little towns and those little factory towns that are gone or those little ways of life town that are, that are gone, those people are going to get lost. It's going to take adaptation, constant change, and, Evolution. and re-education. And, re and you're right. We need to get over the idea that rugged individualism or, or you're on your own or we have to – we can't help each other. And for some reason right. that's – If you don't have a that's, job, that's, you're, you're just lazy. That's <laughs> detrimental to our national character or right. anti-patriotic. Well, that feeds I, into the whole fear thing of – but we you can't know. be judging people anymore that because people are losing jobs at an exponential rate now because technology is growing exponentially. We can't hold it against them anymore. But it's yeah. also we can't not just assume back. that oh you don't have a job because you're just lazy. That's yeah. all. Well, I don't. Maybe yeah, I, I, maybe technology. I, you're, you're, you're getting yeah. into the social political yeah, yeah. race <laughs> thing too with all that stuff. I agree. Now you're a I mean, criminal. It's, and it's all yeah. part. Dude, of it, it could but, be but, from like Appalachia. But, but to there's the gonna inner have city. there's gonna have to be a way to get our massive population to adapt, and that is going to be a a just a crucial part of our future and yeah, i don't yeah. know if it's even possible and dude because see the people who are clinging to religion the traditional religions they don't see the need to adapt because god will provide and yeah. when the magical oh, guy in the yeah, sky yeah. you don't need to adapt you don't need to evolve first well, of all evolution doesn't isn't real dan it's the devil's work 
But so that's, that's the that's, problem. That's, that's the problem. problem. We, st- we st- rely on that stuff, back. and they don't help us solve any problems. We have real problems that we need to solve with real answers, and it doesn't work anymore. But that's. Yeah, you're, we're getting off not, topic not, you're, here. You're, we're getting off topic, but you're not going to get away from that. I mean, that, the religion's not going away. I mean, it's just it's just not going to go away. What we need to do is get back to keeping it out of the fucking government. That's the real trick. Absolutely. If we can ever do that again, I don't know. I mean, if we, if we go to full-fledged World War III with North Korea, I guarantee your religion's not going away. It's going to get bigger, especially within the government. Oh, uh, so. yeah. But, I mean, there's such a thing as, a re- you know, reli- like religious dystopia. I mean, there's yeah. uh, such a thing as... You know, well, we're not there on that. Theocracy. Sense. That's maybe I mean, that's the next one. Why didn't why didn't the death of religion come with the advancement of technology? And why is why is science being denied but religions being proven? I don't. You know, that's a whole other. That's another topic, I guess. Something here. for uh, for a generation next to deal with later on. I, guess. I don't know any other technology. So Dan, you liked <coughs> you liked the cybernetic archer lady. That was the technology you liked. Derek, any yeah, uh, I like that. That was pretty cool. Any technology of late that uh, make sure really you cut off your arm, arm and right? <laughs> Give me that hacksaw. I, I'm waiting for the Luke Skywalker hand. Like I want it to be, you know. I don't pretty know. Real. I thought that was pretty. Was it? I, I didn't get that close to look at it. Neat. I guess, but uh, I'm waiting for like that realistic. Like that I'm waiting for Empire. Ticket, yeah, you know? Empire Strikes Back. Like I want it to look like my hand. I want to be able to wipe my own ass with it. Yeah. Oh, when they when they were. Closing his wrist up and you see yeah, like it looks like a regular it. hand. Yeah, like yeah. it just looks <coughs> real. Like for right. all that's what I want. Purposes. Yeah. I need to be able to wipe on my own or handle a bidet, I guess. But did you hear about that? Uh, this I guess this is also sort of like biopunk, <laughs> for to lack of a better term. The they figured out like certain kinds of worm. There's a worm that kind of eats through plastic. The waxworm. Yeah, the waxworm. Its the, enzymes yeah. dissolve plastic. Yeah. At a I saw you post very high rate. I didn't read it. It was amazing. Hey, well, thanks, that's dude. that's see, and that's that's. I lost something. That on is <laughs> again. You're a Hollywood actress. You got a lot on your mind. Yeah, well, you're yeah. very busy. <laughs> that is something that again, probably another show. But finding ways, like we don't, we need to find w- things like that to solve our problems. We got to stop relying on the old ways to solve our new problems. We have yeah. to start developing, researching, searching for the green tech. And, and really pushing that forward because that's the only chance we really have if you <coughs> believe that. And if you don't believe in climate change, uh, get fucked, first of all. <laughs> turn us off. Move get on. Read about it. And then come back when you agree with us on that because it is true. And I'm not saying that I'm right <coughs> because I believe that. And it was it made up true. by the Chinese. It, yeah, there's not some massive plot to, to make money off of environmentalism because yeah. it ain't fucking there. But... The waxworms are, and that's what we need to focus on is those those guys, those little guys eating the um, plastic bags. But then what happens is the waxworms overcome, and they take over the world because right. now they take an evolutionary jump because they're they're so well fed, like humanity. Right. I mean, they take they, over the world. They gain then, so. consciousness, and then right. we have to fight the, the great human then, waxworm war. Yeah, and then you know, <laughs> they, they kill, <laughs> and it turns into starship troopers. And there's right. one giant waxworm. That has the brain wax worm, and right. we have Sucks to shove up something up there. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. And then we're yeah, it looks like a brain vagina. Or yeah, brain yeah, vagina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why, uh, why it had to be? Uh, listen, if you look at that brain. thing and not want to put your dick in it, I don't understand. Like, oh I definitely want to. Uh, uh, it's a kid. It's a. It's a. It's a family show. Folks. I said, talk about a mind fuck. Hey, hey-o. Oh boy, are we dissolving? Puns. I don't yeah. know. Did we make our point here? So what's what can we? What the hell is our point? Our point is <laughs> our point is look, I, our <coughs> our science fiction of our generation was cyberpunk, and we it yeah. went from fiction to reality. Yeah. You know, in yeah. a lot of ways. The so precursor I, science fact, as they say. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exactly. there, and we're here, and. and 
and, and here's the thing. And, and uh, well, here's here's maybe the the overall understanding in the sense is that you know what we should know better by now humanity should be acting in a sense where we've actually learned something from ourselves and we're doing the same dumb shit and the same dumb mistakes are being made and and we have opportunity to solve things genuinely solve things but we go back and we do the same dumb things over and over again we're not learning we predicted the problems of the future and we're still not handling but uh see but i i Yes, are we or aren't we? Maybe we are not. We okay. are not doing what we should be but doing. Maybe, um, we, maybe we, have we an are, but it's overshadowed by the negative. I, I might disagree with you. Like one of my, I was, I was just at, I was just at the MLK monument in Washington D.C. this past week, and again, I saw the quote: the the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. And the reason why it's so long is because yes, human beings have setbacks. We'll right. we'll we'll elect a Barack Obama. And then we'll elect a fucking Donald Trump. Like, we'll, we'll, but see, you can't say that there hasn't been progress with LGBT rights, with civil rights for, for African Americans. You can't say that there, that they have, it's, they, that things have improved. Have there been setbacks? Yes. Yes. Black people are getting shot in crazy numbers right now. And Black Lives Matter became necessary because of that. But it's like, Things are getting better, but they take steps back. You take three steps forward and maybe two steps back. So it's like the change becomes imperceptible because <clears throat> people are fighting. The The people who are entrenched now, who are in power, have such a vested interest in keeping things the way they are. Yep. So I just – maybe it's just me, and I can't – I feel like maybe I would just kill myself if I believed what you just said. Like, oh, totally. Like, I, I think <laughs> – I, I agree with you. It's like, but maybe it's just something in my makeup that maybe either I'm just like blindly optimistic. Call me what you want, but I just I can't believe that we're not getting better because I feel like things have improved. Just like things have, yes, things have always been bad, but things have always gotten have gotten better though. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. Maybe do you maybe you disagree, but I I can't be I, that not I, optimistic. I don't I don't want to be that pessimistic, and I don't necessarily I, I don't. Yes, you're right. I'm not that pessimistic. I'm not that. I mean, I'm more hopeful than I would let on with this line of talk. But what I mean is, you know, we had progress, and now it's being all rolled back. And and but I mean, I we can. That's a whole other. Uh, it's a whole other yeah. topic. <laughs> I think so. We could say the election of Trump it's is the culmination. It's the culmination of the Tea Party movement, which is really just underlying racism, which is really just the separation of all of us, and the people don't. America still has a race problem that it can't and won't get over, and white people just won't move on past this. And yeah. religion is back, and and we're back, we're going back to like it, the shit won't. They won't let it die, and they they we want to fight fucking North Korea now, and we're gonna go into World War Three because. What you make more money? That a couple fat cats in, in New York are going to make some more money. I mean, I, what's the reason for that? Yeah, Th this I, I don't understand why all of a sudden we have to jump back, and 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 maybe maybe it's because the the regression is so prominent right now. Yeah. versus the progress, which is being rolled back, and that's what I'm talking about. I can't argue why with roll you on that. Why roll that back? Why why do you need to roll that stuff back? For why votes. is that an issue? For votes. And Most fear of the country has moved on with gay rights. Most of the country doesn't care anymore. Right. Move the fuck on. But there's still morons all over the country that yep. want to recoil that. They want to roll that back. Like, you made progress. Move on. You should know enough by now that we don't need to focus on things of which we've solved. 
Well, it's the same reason why Alex Jones spreads fear because he wants you to buy his shit because yep. it'll save you from all the bad stuff. Well, I, I mean, vote I, for me. I, I understand me why, but it's it's frustrating to see that we have examples. Oh, it's, it's we know frustrating. We as know hell. we know better, but we don't act better, and we need to. It's self you really think and everybody knows better? I think as a whole. I don't mean every single person. Obviously not. I think a lot of people will fall into line after what they're told, but and that's again, that's a whole other issue. But yeah, yeah. I'm saying in general, if you are a conscious thinking person, I think we 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 know. But I think we know. I think we know that promoting um, hate among races and anti-Semitism and and, it and creating it doesn't. It, it, we know better. You say what you want. Trump was based on race. He promoted the racism. He said things about other races, and he, he totally did. And we Another know ethnic. better than to fall into demagoguery. Here's we the know deal. better than that by now. Here's we should know better than that by but now. But yes, so we slip back under to, you know dystopia over and over again. It seems like, but I don't know. I'm I'm almost hopeful because I believe that death is the great cleanser, and I I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that. And I hate to be morbid, and I hate to sound like a dick. But I think like some of the people like the Trumps and those people of his era and his age and his thought process, I'd like to think that there's going to be a great die off when those when the people of that generation who are tend towards being rabidly negatively conservative. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about all conservatives. I'm not talking about all baby boomers. I'm talking about the people who have this mentality like of the Trumps of the world. Those old white men will die, and I'm it's hoping. Not just white men, it's white women too. I, I, I know that. But men and women, okay. All the old white men and women who believe in this backwards sent mentality, yeah. I'm hoping that there will be a great mass extinction of them <laughs> in the next few decades. <laughs> that and More that maybe when that, that falls, I hope so. Because well, when we, that we falls need another away, meteor not, quick. <laughs> disclaimer: I am not talking about all baby boomers. There's, I'm not even talking. I'm talking about like the people of that backwards mentality of the Trump ill. Right. The only way it's going to change is if they go away and stop influencing our culture. And hopefully yeah. they haven't done enough damage before they hit the grave that well, there will be a great awakening after that. But that's Those my concern. people in that generation will pass away. If society is, is paving the way for a neo-fascism and, and demagoguery at every turn, it's it's almost opening up the gates for technology to be turned against us. Absolutely. And that's my concern. If that we're going to roll this back, technology is pushing forward. Technology exactly. is not stopping. Exactly. In any aspect. It can't be stopped. But if it if it's going to be pointed against humanity, then we're in trouble because we are we have set up a system of politically to to bend it that way. Well, yeah, th think about this. I think there, we're more cyberpunk than we're not we know. Bend, we're not bending <laughs> towards truth right now, and we have a chance to permanently, I feel, I worry, mm -hmm. curve that towards anti-truth. Well, we, we are, are a crisis post point. Post-truth. Well, we think about it. We are a crisis point. They, the government right now is denying science, right? Mm, that's and, a strong term. And the they government's wanna, not denying science. Well, you get the what I'm saying. The government's but, – well, you can't say that. You have That's what I'm talking about. You have to be – you can't just make general blanket assumptions because that's what people get all the time, and they don't put things behind it. It's not the government. It's the president and the administration, which is, okay. mind you, running the government and a big part of the government and, and builds policy for the government, but it's not the entire government. Okay, so let me that. get to my point. But, but, they, you, they, but that is the point, though. You can't say, wow, the government right. does this. What's your government point, doesn't though? do that. Well, Certain aspects of the government do that. Okay. Think about it. It's not, you can't just make blanket statements. That's the problem. People just make blank st blanket statements, and that's and they, they make blanket thoughts. Is when the problem certain too. people want to stop science, right? Right. Okay. 
-hmm. Science moves forward, like you said. Now, we make advancements in, say, like, something that could be used weaponized. Right. Now, these people that were against it see that, and, and like you said, oh, yeah, let's embrace this now. And use it against the people that, that that are against us. Right. That's what I mean. That's what you're getting at. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying science is going to be bent towards the will of those that, that do not have humanities, in my sense of what I see as humanity's best interest in mind. And that's who we And that's stop. what we're setting up right now. We're at a dangerous point to <clears throat> me where, I mean, hopefully there's going back. I mean, you know, America could very much well still be the pendulum. Well, we can't sit back idly and just hope for things to get better. That's I guess that's also the point. Well, that's that that's very true. Stepping yes. up and you know doing you know protesting and taking right. action and right. acting. We're gonna wake know? up and and hopefully someday it's more cyber than it is punk. And yes. I don't want it to go the other way. I want it to be more cyber <laughs> yes. than punk and not we more punk. We stand on a precipice. Like, yes, that's but that's that. what I fear is guiding us and, and denial and like you said the you know the science march things like that are necessary now yeah. to keep that arc bent towards truth i would agree with you i, I agree with you i just i feel like they're I, I feel like if we if we feel if we kind of take away all not not that we're taking it away but if we don't let ourselves see at least a glimmer of hope or at least see that hey i can make a difference versus oh you know, god what's going to happen everything's fucked I, not i'm not saying that you're saying that uh, I'm just saying that that that's what I worry about is that people see it as so pointless to act anymore. That yeah, what's right? What's the yeah, point? You can't yeah, you can't give in to that. You can't. They've right. already won, and you can't say, well, that's just kind of how it is now. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. Well, there is something you can do about right. it. Something, but we have to do it together, and you exactly. have to. It's not just one person. Yeah, and that's okay. It's it's always been like that. That's right. that's humanity. We think we 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 think we. We idolize and put people up on pedestals, and that that's where the real influence comes from. But it doesn't have to. It's not. It's not like that, and it never has been really like that. Yes, there are leaders. Yes, there are influences. But you know, you ever see that one meme where it's a bunch of old rich white guys playing a board game, and it's and it's being held up by people that are bent over of different colors and races, no, no. and it says all we have to do is stand up, and our and their silly little game is over. And that's. I mean, it's an oversimplification, obviously, but that's kind of how I feel about it. And this is the situation where we need to. We need to pull back on that that arc. <coughs> I cool. agree. Before it gets away from us. All right, guys. Yeah. So they hey, fin- before they finish their game, uh, I think yeah. that might be a good episode, guys. Thanks for all the lively conversation uh, <laughs> as usual. Uh, everyone out there, check us out on Face Space and all the cyberspace media right. out there. My and friend and whatever. My friend and tw- Insta Chat or Twatter. Something. Yeah, no, I don't think we're on. No, we're, we're not, not on, Twitter on Twitter. 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 Sorry, um, or Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. We're on. Check the, us out. We're on, on the iTunes. Yeah, we're on the. iTunes. Yes, we're on the iTunes. Check us out there. Leave us reviews, especially. Give us feedback. Yeah. Help us get better and help us pray for a future where we're like Derek said, more cyber and less punk. You can keep less your dystopia. Prayers. Yeah. <laughs> don't pray. Send us don't, positive don't vibes. Um, yeah. Send cyber us your cyborgs. No. <laughs> No, got to put the disclaimer on again on the podcast. No, yeah. All right, <laughs> gents. Well, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll see you next time, folks. Ladies and gents. Yes. Blicka, 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 blicka